This is an ABC podcast. Hello, friends. It's Ruby here, and this is news time. Hi, Ruby. G'day, Ruby. Today, we are going to discover a new type of trapdoor spider. We'll take a ride to find out how bikes are breaking down some barriers and blast into outer space to see if Venus has any active volcanoes. Then we'll come down to Earth to find out how teachers are being taught some new skills. And then it's the time you love so much. Wow of the week. I can't wait to hear it. Let's go. Story number five. Huntsman, Daddy Longlegs, St Andrew's Cross. There are hundreds of different kinds of spider and scientists have just discovered another one. It's a rare type of giant trapdoor spider in the Brigalow Belt in central Queensland. Wow! A trapdoor spider is named after the burrow that it builds. Really? They don't build webs strung high between trees. Instead, they build tunnel-like burrows underground. Each one has a hatch or a round door on the top, about the size of a 50-cent piece. It looks like a pipe in the ground with a lid. I think it's called a trapdoor spider because the little um, homes look like they've got trapdoors. It looks hidden. Yep. This new trapdoor spider is special because of its size. They're quite big and their colour. Oh, the males are a beautiful honey red colour and the females are much darker. They spend more time in the dark too. Really? Yep. Scientists are worried about the future of this species because a lot of the land around where the new giant trapdoor spiders have been found has been cleared and is now being used for farming. And the trapdoor spiders aren't like other insects who can find a new home easily. They don't leave their burrows very often. They aren't good at moving when their homes are destroyed. Scientists say we need more research to make sure these newly discovered giant trapdoor spiders survive into the future. That's great! Story number four. There's something nice about getting out into the fresh air and going for a ride on a bike. Just going like down a hill and then just the wind in your hair or... Just the feeling like you're about to go whoosh into the air. Bikes are also useful for getting around the place. They're a lot smaller and a lot less expensive than a car. And that's why a community in Albury has come together to give bikes to refugees. They're people who've had to leave their country because it wasn't safe to stay, sometimes because of war or fighting. When refugees come to a new country, they usually can't bring much with them, often just a small bag of really important things. People in Albury could tell it was really difficult for some of their new refugee neighbours to get around, so they decided to do something about it. When they have a bike, they can actually like personally get around. The Bikes Breaking Down Barriers project is made up of local businesses, the Australian Red Cross, and bicycle companies that have come together. 
so far, they've bought 26 new bikes, helmets and bike locks and given them to local Albury refugee families. Those bikes will help them get to the shops, the schools or where they work. It's a good idea so then they can get food and do lots of fun stuff. Bikes have another effect too. They have strengthened the bonds between the refugee community and the rest of the people who live in Albury. Just meet new people while you're bike riding. It's like pets bring us together, bikes bring us together. By talking to another one who's riding a bike and saying, hey, do you want to be my friend? And I say yes, then now they be friends. These bikes are helping make the new refugee families feel safe and welcome in their new home. Story number three. Three, two, one, blast off! Let's take a trip to outer space and visit the planet Venus. Venus is a planet which is closer to the sun than we are. They don't have any seas. It's a pretty interesting place. It's often called Earth's twin because it's a similar size, but it's super hot on the surface. And you're right, it is closer to the sun. Venus's atmosphere is made up of carbon dioxide and sulfuric acid. And deep beneath those thick, toxic clouds is a string of volcanoes. What? Yep, volcanoes. For a while, scientists weren't sure whether any of them were still active or whether they'd all become dormant. That means they'd stopped erupting thousands of years ago. Really? 30 years ago, the Magellan spacecraft took lots of photos and mapped Venus using a radar. A group of scientists took a closer look at the photos that were sent back to Earth and they found changes on the surface of Venus. That means volcanoes probably had erupted in that time. The Magellan spacecraft only took pictures that weren't super clear or detailed, so scientists aren't 100% sure. But the idea is that there might be active volcanoes on Venus, and that's made them very excited. They're keen to send up another spacecraft to take clearer pictures ASAP. So cool. Story number two. We've talked a little bit about autism before. Autism affects everyone who has it differently because it's a spectrum. A rainbow's a spectrum too. Just like rainbows have lots of colours that change across the band, Autism might change the way people are with others, how they experience sounds and lights, or how they learn. In South Australia, new staff called autism inclusion teachers are being introduced to schools. They're teachers who will help teach other teachers about teaching students with autism. You would need to teach you a lot. You wouldn't, like, understand. That might be true sometimes. In South Australia, the state government says that on average, there's at least one student in every classroom who is autistic. And some classrooms might have two or three autistic students. Each one of them will have different needs. 
every student in any classroom should be able to learn, so the South Australian government has stepped in to help. It has trained 400 new teachers to work in schools right across the state. Wow, that's a lot of teachers. These autism inclusion teachers will work in the classroom on different ways to support autistic students. And Teachers Teaching Teachers reminds us that no matter how old we are, we never stop being students. And now it's that time of the week, the story you've all been waiting for. Wow of the week. This story made me go wow because I was amazed that people did that with not much experience. Tell me some things you know about rowing. Um, you use the boat and you use paddles and you have to go in the water. That's right. People row short distances across lakes or rivers or much longer distances across seas and oceans. Two Australian women just rowed across the Atlantic Ocean. That is a huge distance. But get this, they had never even rowed in the ocean before. That would be challenging because they've never rowed before. That would be like a world record. Rosie Arnold and Angela Lawrence live hours away from the beach in the towns of Albury, Wodonga. Rosie was recovering from being sick and wanted a challenge. She watched a film about a woman who crossed the Pacific Ocean and decided that she wanted to do the same thing. She asked her friend Angela about rowing across the Atlantic and Angela said she'd come along. They spent hours in boats, did some navigation training and learned about surviving at sea. Crossing the Atlantic is a 5,000 kilometre journey. It took Angela and Rosie 61 days, or two whole months. 5,000 kilometres is a long time. It sure is. Some days they rode in calm waters with whales swimming beside them. When you're out in the middle of the ocean, you can't see them barely see anything. And it's just, you can see the beautiful night sky instead of just loads of lights and pollution. Other days, they found more difficult when their bodies were sore and tired. Angela and Rosie say that every day was different, but the hardest days were when they faced storms and waves the height of a two-storey building. Angela and Rosie kept going and they finished crossing the Atlantic without giving up. Congratulations, Angela and Rosie. Way to go, girls. And that is it for this week, my friends. Thanks, Ruby. Don't forget to do the quiz. You'll find it in the show notes. And I'll catch you next time with five new stories. See you next time. Bye. See ya. Or as they say in the Chinese language Mandarin, Zaijian. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.